You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In this day. We rejoice in the day that God has made. I rejoice for what God is doing in the earth realm. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, where? On earth, as it already been accomplished in heaven. So today, I am rejoicing in what God is doing in the earth realm. Brand new month. Yeah. August 1st, it is August 1st, the first day of the eighth month. And we have been teaching for the past few weeks on fresh start. So is it a fresh month on today, the first of the month? And it's a great opportunity to go forward into a fresh start. Those endeavors, those things, the goals that we set for ourselves as we crossed over on December 31st, 2021 into 2022, what we told ourselves we were going to accomplish this year. Today is the day of the fresh start. We have August, we have September, we have October, we have November, and we have December. So it is still possible to accomplish those goals in this year, 2022, our year of advancement. So we have an acronym for start, fresh start, S, stop making excuses, T, take an inventory of your life, A, act in faith, R, refocus our thoughts, Yes. and T, trust. So this week we're going to be focusing on R and T, refocusing our thoughts and trusting. And this is a brand new month. And this particular subpoint is very very important for us as we enter into August. It's saying to us we must in order for us to advance in the month of August Number one thing we should do, refocus our thought. Take control of our thought life. Let me say that now. Take control of our thought life. He who control is thought, control is life. The way we think is the way we act. So if I can control my thoughts, then I will also have control over my action. Mm-hmm. It won't go over, it won't be going all over the place. So, we, go ahead. We used to have a saying at a program I worked at, how I think determines how I feel, which determines what I do. So the way, the gen, the direction that we allow our thoughts to go, it manifests feelings. So things, if we don't want to feel like that, then we must not think on those things. We must meditate on the things that are true, the things that are praiseworthy, the things that are virtuous, the things that are noble. Those are the things that Paul tells us to meditate on in Philippians chapter 4 so that we can operate, we can experience, we can have the reality of the peace of Jesus Christ that surpasses all understanding. So how we think determines how we feel. If it's not true, then it's not for you. So it's not something for us to plague our mind with 
and then in turn bring our feelings um, into a negative direction. If it's not true, it's not for you. We're going to move on, and we're going to meditate on the things that are true. We're going to meditate on the things that are praiseworthy. We're going to meditate on the things that are virtuous because God is good, and he is good on to us. Don't say the things that you don't want to experience. Do not say the things that you do not want to experience. Number one, we cannot say things that has no meaning. Whatever we say will take on meaning and manifest. I learned that. Learned that very well. And you don't have to be spiritual here. Whatsoever a man sow, that shall he also reap. What then? Whatsoever a man sow, that shall he also reap. Okay? Jesus said, give a parable, and he says, the word is a seed. Mm -hmm. Your word is a seed. He said, the word is a seed. So since the word is a seed, you sow it with your mouth. You use your mouth to sow it when you speak it. Now, uh, it's going to uh, grow. So it will what? Grow and manifest into an harvest. Mm -hmm. So say what you want to, to receive. Say, I need to say the things I want to receive, the things that I want to enjoy, the things that I know is true, the things that I know is right, the things that I know is noble, the things that is of good report. Those are the things I want to say. And when we have our thoughts in line with the Word of God, then it makes our way prosperous, and it causes us to have good success. As yeah. Joshua tells us in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. So in order to make our way prosperous, to experience good success, that we're told right here in the book of Joshua that we are to meditate day and night in order to be able to observe. And sometimes people say, well, I don't know how to meditate on the word. Yes, you do, because we meditate on um, different things like when we're shopping and we see different things you know we're in the mall or we're scrolling online and we see something and we like it but we don't get it yet and then we begin to meditate on it how we would use it if we had it if it's clothing what we would wear it with if it's a, a hobby item what we can do if we had it we think about it from all different angles so that is what meditating on the word of god is it's thinking about it from different angles, tying it with different life experiences and practical application. That's meditating on the Word. It's not just sitting with a candle and going, hmm, while you're reading the Bible. That's not, <laughs> there's practical ways for us to meditate on this Word. It makes our way prosperous. It causes us to have good success. Why? Because it's the fuel. It's the innovation 
that we need to be able to do great exploits. The Bible promises us when we know our God and we are close with our God that we will do great exploits in this earth because he is the source. He is the creative power that work it through us. He works through our intelligence. He works through our creativity. He works through our hands in order to bring forth the invisible into the visible realm. Listen, Diane, I just had a conversation with someone. And uh, while, you know, we've been studying this subject here very carefully, refocus our thoughts, right? He says to me, he was talking, so he says, this is the God's truth. Now, I've been studying this thing, refocus your thought. So it says, why are you saying that? Do you understand when you said this is God's truth? You didn't tell me that John 3, 60, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is God's truth. What you just tell me is your truth. But we say things that we don't understand. Oh, the expression. Yes. When people say it's a God honest and it's truth. truth. Okay. Yes. That's what he says. This mm-hmm. is a God honest truth. truth. Watch this. So I correct him. You understand. I says, when you say that, that was your honest truth. You cannot bring God into that. Because if you said, you know, Pastor, this is God, honest truth, you're putting yourself up alongside God. Mm-hmm. You're making yourself, hallelujah. <laughs> Thank God. Somebody ought to mm-hmm. need to get this this morning. It says, you are making yourself now like God, comparing your thought like God. And my Bible says to me, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Your ways are not my way. <laughs> they are higher. So I in no wise can compare anything I say and put God at it. It says, oh, this is only God. I can say what I just tell you. This is God honest truth. No. <laughs> so if you use that phrase out there, refocus your thought. That's yours, honest truth. That's my thought. What is God honest truth? His word. Mm-hmm. When I say, for God so loved the word, I can back it up and say, that is God's truth. That is God's honest truth. He going to fulfill that. I am the Lord God that yielded me. That is God's honest truth. That's it. See, see how subtle the devil is? No one use that as, and yeah. say, this is God's honest truth. It's always what I'm saying. <laughs> I put the rubber stamp. I'm going to get God now. I rubber stamp it, you know. I'm telling you, brother, this is God honest truth. Okay, okay, okay. Nice. <laughs> they can run there. But I got to say that. Refocus your thoughts. We have to be able to determine what is of God, yeah. what is of the enemy, and then what is our own thought. So we have these three voices in our head, and they all sound like our voice. So we have to be able to discern which things is God speaking to us, which things is the devil speaking to us, and which thing is our Our own opinion. opinion. 
So we have to be able to discern the voice. So in order to do that, we have to know the truth of the word. So when the enemy presents a counterfeit word, we're able to combat that with the truth of the word. But Mm. the voice, when we're thinking day to day, it all sounds like our voice. That's the voice that we hear in our head or the voices of others that have said things. But we have to be able to discern what is a God statement, what is a distraction from the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy, and which is just us trying to reason it out in our own intellect. And the more that we know what God says, what he sounds like, what his word says, then we'll be able to validate those thoughts if it is of God. And we'll be able to negate the ones that we know that are clearly an entrapment of the enemy to plague our mind and to bring forth death, to bring forth distraction, to bring forth turmoil. So when we know what is the character of God, when we know what his word says, then we can balance all that out. And Paul talks about it very clearly in the book of Romans. He talks about a warring spirit. And anytime that I've taught it, I've used um, a illustration of a tug of war. We've had people with the tug of war rope up um, in the presentation And the center, you have a, you know, your bandana when you have your tug of war. So on one side, we have the the flesh that's pulling, the things of the world, the um, voice of the enemy. And then the other side, we have the spirit man, the things of God, the word of God, the Holy Spirit. They're both competing, pulling back and forth. That bandana in the middle, that's our soul, our emotions, our mind. So it's going to go with whatever side is stronger. So things increase in strength as they're fed, as they're exercised. So we must continue to meditate on the Word of God. It will refocus our mind to be able to um, escape any entrapments of the enemy. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You're listening to WMIE, Coco, Merritt Island, Melbourne, Titusville, and the Beaches, 91.5 FM, as well as W272BA, Coco Beach, and Vieira, FM 102.3. Hello everyone 